This week on the BAMFCAST. Move, Grinch. Get out the way. Get out the way, Grinch. Get out the way. One Santa, we're Claus. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey! hey BAMFCAST! Episode 254. Ooh, Nintendo. Man. I know, so many episodes. So I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah. And we killed Mackie. Once again. That's our gift to you, to the world. <laughs> Merry yep. Christmas. Merry Mackie Free Christmas, Aww. everyone. Yeah. He's on assignment. Uh, he's at a on farm. a farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the other Mackies. Who he's there with all the puppies that people have asked for Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yes. So uh, what, what, we, what we do each and every episode of the BAMFcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. True. We come in here and talk about it for the first time. And we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. All right, oh robot jocks is a movie. And the bad bad movies is stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo, that is also a movie, but Boo. not nearly as wonderful. No, no, no not, not nearly. It's kind of like the other end of the spectrum. It is yeah. almost. I would say it's almost exactly opposite. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so, <laughs> holidays. Right? Ho, ho, hello. You are right. <laughs> ho, ho, holidays. <laughs> you nailed it. They're, they're here. And uh, we decided to watch uh, 2007's Fred Claus. We did. I don't know who came to that decision, <laughs> um, but it was not me. <laughs> it was a group effort of yeah, two. Well, we worked yeah. on it a little. It we workshopped a, it a bit. It was a two effort. Yep. Yeah. Um, we, we generally tend to pick the movies. I don't know. It just <laughs> happened. <laughs> so, uh, plot summary. Okay. Is, yeah. We're still doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fred Claus, Santa's bitter older brother, is forced to move to the North Pole. That's, that's all. That's all I feel like reading. Well, that's... Uh, visit. Yeah. I'd say visit he the North move. Pole. He doesn't move. Yeah. He just well, goes there on yeah. a temporary work assignment. <laughs> right. He's a contractor. Oh. <laughs> he needs his green card. Yep. Um, How does this movie open? I've already forgotten. The part that you wanted to go by as quick as possible with the little children. Yes, back in whatever times. <laughs> in ye olden days. Ye olden days. Saint um, Christmas is born. Yeah, so as the... As Name him after my father, <laughs> <yeah>. Santa. <laughs> um, uh, Kathy Bates is having a, is birthing a child. <laughs> Push, pushing a child right out of her. And the doctor exclaims, that's the fattest baby I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And Kathy Bates is like, I know. <laughs> but, yep. Um, yeah. I decided and, to name it Nicholas after... Uh, uh, Mr. Kathy Bates's yeah, father. Yeah, Mr. Claus's, Mr. Claus Sr.'s father. Nick. Grandpa Claus. Nicholas Claus. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, and, my uh, fat little Older saint. brother Fred is... Watching from the banister. And takes 10 minutes to come downstairs and says, like, you'll be my brother forever, brother. I, I promise to be the best big brother ever in the world yeah. right. forever. And it's all voiceover at first because it's like, and he made a promise. A promise mm-hmm. that is easy to say and hard to keep. Kisses the little boy. And then it's like kind of a like a quick bit of her childhood of... Like how uh, Nicholas is getting all the attention, and he starts to get more and more bitter. And Fred does. Fred does. Yeah. And then um, eventually, just like, and then he basically turned evil or naughty. Yeah. In this world. And he w- moved to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. It beans him with an apple, and it's yeah. like, but then some time passed, and let's take you to a place where you might be right. more familiar yeah. with. They do explain Monday. the very important thing is that once you are sainted, mm-hmm. then you and all of your blood relatives and everyone you know suddenly becomes immortal. Yes, very important. So that kids, explains like the five hundred year time kids jump. <laughs> be good, because then you can live forever. Yeah, which is weird that that. It, but at they the don't very explain least, any of the other Santa powers. Like, do you get powers when you acquire sainthood? He learned that stuff. I, Did I, he? Yeah, he, Did he? he practiced. I, okay, well, <laughs> we'll get to that that fiction in a, in, a, in a little bit. I think. Okay. Because let's like, let's get to Vince Vaughn's kind of shitty normal everyday guy life in Chicago. Yes, this He's, movie stars Vince Vaughn. He's a uh, he's a uh, repo man. I mean, I guess that's one of his trades. He does that for one I scene. I don't think that was. I think it wasn't was legit. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was a scam. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got a repo man truck, and right. he's basically taking a. 50- it's called Repo a Go Go. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking a fifty-five inch plasma TV from a nine-year-old girl. Yeah. And right. she comes out and kicks him, and he's like, "Well, you have a fifty-five inch TV. You don't need that." And also, he. I'm not going to try to sum up every speedy no. Vince Vaughn speech he gives. <laughs> he gives her a Vince Vaughn speech. Basically, he's like, you're going to grow old, watch soap operas, and get fat, so I'm doing you a favor. You're going to go to college and have a kid, and you'll yeah. be the only girl in college with a kid, and it's a good bully on yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. So um, then he's like walking down the street, and he spots his girlfriend, Rachel Weiss, who's a meter maid, because, you know, 
That's um, what you do. You, she's a lovely she's a, Rachel. She's Peter a British meter yes. maid. Yes. Which, didn't know they had those. No. No. Not in America. Didn't yeah. know you could come she's here. She's a meter bobby. Be our police yeah. workers. Meter eater. Okay. <laughs> Immigrants <laughs> taking our jobs. <laughs> yeah. Different um job. Yeah, so I don't know. They have a little bit of fight, and she's like, "You know what tomorrow is, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. It's the thing. It's tomorrow. Yep. It's the day after today." And yep. she's like, "It's my birthday." And he's like, "Yeah, well, I obviously I remembered that, and I'm going to take you to uh, this billboard right behind you, uh, Bonsai Cafe or Bonsai something Garden, Bonsai Garden. Basically, all the other birthdays, he's you know done fucking nothing for right. her. Yeah, like, like he, hinted he that they were going hinted that they were going to Paris, and then it was like." And then they, they went to Indiana. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they went to like a riverboat gambling place. Yes. <laughs> that was just a, that, that French thing was just to throw you off the scent of the right. t- shitty thing that I'm going to do. Right. For exactly. You. And then also he, um, he basically is like, she's like, yeah, really? Really? Okay. Yeah. We're going to do that. And yeah. also he goes to meet with a building guy across from the Chicago Stock Exchange, essentially. And it's like, I'm going to open up a, a casino here because that seems legal. And off track betting. Okay. That's, yeah, is that what that they said? Okay. OTB? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But he's like, so he's trying to make this broker deal that he's like, I'm going to get you the money. Yeah, just give me some time. Give yeah. me to the 22nd of December. Okay. So that, that's his other plot and scheme. Yes. He needs money. And he's like walking outside like, man, how am I going to get this money? And he knows, he notices a, uh, a Salvation Army Santa, you know, mm-hmm. jingling the bell. And he's like, I've got a naughty idea. <laughs> so he makes up a sign that's basically like the human fund and starts ringing a bell. <laughs> With a bucket and, yeah. and you know, wise guying his way to all the people. He's money. Vince Vaughning everyone yeah. who walks by. Hey, hey lady, lady you. you're a lady. Give you're me a, money. <laughs> sexy leopard. Come on. Yeah. Give me some, you know, give me all your money. He's, yeah. like, he's actually reaching into people's he's, wallets and pulling it You don't all. know which one to give me? Give me both. Yeah. I'm Vince Vaughn. How about a hug? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good guy. I was in swingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Yes, he is writing his swingers <laughs> popularity. And, um,. Yeah, so I, he does that for a while, and then like the the Salvation Army Santa is like, "Hey, where's your permit for this?" And he's like, "Permit? I, I don't answer you. I answer the people, the humans of the Human Fund." And yes. Then some other Santas come, and it becomes basically like, "Get them!" <laughs> and yeah, and then a zombie swarm of Santas. Yeah, they go harassing through the city, and he ends up running into a mall, and then into a toy store, and then it's like basically jingle all the way fight where he's yeah. <laughs> just about. Yeah, yeah, it's like whoop, zing, boom, ping, pew, 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 yeah. and as he's fighting people with caution signs and. Then he gets dogpiled by Santa. Yeah, and then uh-huh. arrested. Then cut to jail. Yep. So he's trying to call Rachel, Rachel Vice and is like, hey, come bail me out. Oh, I got your answering machine. And the guy's like, ah, make another call. It's well, Christmas. Well, he got her answering machine because she is sitting alone. Oh, right, right. <laughs> she's gone to the date. <laughs> At the date, which is just pure chaos in a restaurant. It is cage fighting and just... Bamboo cage fighting. Yes, and dudes with swords yelling at you. Oh, and wait, wait, wait. Bam, bamboo, <laughs> bamboo, bamboo cage uh, sumo wrestling. Yes, but very intense. Yeah, and the... The like, whole place is just <laughs> screaming. The, the hibachi and, chefs oh. basically have like these giant knives and they're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. It is uh, super intense in this Bonsai place. Bonsai Palace yeah, that's is it. the name of the place. Man, and she is just like... <sighs> and I would just be like, dude, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like they were just going to walk in and it was just going to be a shitty like Chinese buffet place, right. but it was actually a cool place. Not necessarily a romantic birthday. No, dinner, but, but dude, that would have been. Well, he got his date. idea off of a billboard. billboard so, yeah. you know, that's what yeah. you get. But so, yeah, that's why she didn't answer. Yeah. The phone. And so the, uh, the, the prison guard's like, all right, it's Christmas. Take another phone call. So he calls Santa and wakes him up in the middle his of brother, the night. Brother Santa. Hey, brother. I'm like, hey. Brother, can you spare a yeah. Uh, yeah. dime times many? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's basically like, hey, you want to give me something for Christmas? How about $5,000 wired to the county jail? Yeah. And he's like, what? All right. He's like, all right. And then he just goes into a Vince Vaughn, like, well, since you're giving me five, why don't you just give me 50 and then I'll give you 10 and then. And then Santa's like, "What? No, you're you come up here if you want it. Come up here and get it. Yeah, I'll get you the five now to get you out of jail. But you you've got to come up here and earn it and work for me. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, okay, but until the twenty second. Yeah. Okay. All right, fine. So yeah, Katu, uh, he's being picked up. Well, he has another little spat with Rachel Vice when she gets home. Is like, I can't believe. Yeah. You you know you weren't there. You sent me that crazy bonsai garden place. And he also and has like a, a homeless kid friend. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about comes slams. into his apartment. Slam. Slam. Sam Slam. Yeah, he just comes into his apartment. He lives like with family right. upstairs or something. And just, yeah, and in the beginning, he's all bitter about. You know, he keeps hearing uh, Christmas songs, so he basically goes on this tirade of like, "Yeah, Santa's a fraud. He's an attention whore. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't believe in that crap." And yeah, Santa's not going to get you a puppy or a family or anything. You little orphan, get out of here. <laughs> Their whole like first instant of dialogue is just. It's had to have just been the two of them sitting talking because. 
it's not scripted dialogue at all. It's just Vince Vaughn saying things and kids like, what's that mean? And Vince Vaughn's like, stop being a kid. You don't know. Yeah. Shut up. He's like, you got to work on your assets. And the kid's like, what's well, yeah. an asset? He's like, get your mind out of the gutter. Because like, <laughs> like, like, what? I'm six. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So basically he has another uh, spat with a girlfriend mm-hmm. and then like it, um, Willie the elf comes to pick him up and take him to North Pole. And Willie yes. the elf is uh, John Michael Higgins. John Michael Higgins' head. Head. Yeah. On, uh, <laughs> a I don't, child. A child or a little person. We don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I would go with child because it's like, I don't know. It just, it looks, even, well, it's hard to describe, but like the, the, the full grown people that are supposed to be the elves are very badly CG'd onto the, the smaller bodies. Yeah. And so, yeah, like he comes and they jump in the sleigh and go to the North Pole and he gets like this whirlwind. I'm just going to kind of skip over. He gets this like whirlwind introduction to the North Pole. Like he's never been there mm-hmm. in the hundreds of years, whatever Santa's been Santa. <laughs> it's the 500 years. Yeah. And, um. Basically, she's like, yeah, this is where this happens, this happens, this happens, here's where the toy's there, and then he's like, hey, Santa, hey, how you doing? Okay, you're going to be working over here, basically, with a rubber stamp of Donnie versus Nice, right? and you're going to go through these paper, this paperwork, mm-hmm. and we have this magic snow globe that can show you any person on the earth at that moment, or apparently yes. also has DVR, as we find out later. Yeah, super uh, stalker snow yeah. globe thing. <laughs> so he's like, okay, cool, I got this, yeah. and you know, they keep bringing in sex paper, and he's, I, you know, Vince Vaughning. Yes. Then the movie takes its first, like, you know, interesting plot twist, if you will, mm-hmm. because then, like, you know, he's 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 happy in his station. He's working in the Nani Ernest department. And then helicopter comes flying in, and out comes Kevin Spacey. Yes. Who's also in this movie. The Kevin Spacey. And I don't think I even mentioned Santa is Paul Giamatti. Yes, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I I should have also mentioned that. So mm-hmm. we have Kathy Bates, yep. Oscar mm-hmm. winner. Mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti at least nominated. I, at least. Went, I think he might have won, possibly. I don't he's know. been not multiple multiple. He times should nominated. have. He's good. He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Ke- um, so now we have Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Um, Vince Vaughn is I don't know yet some not Oscar things, but I'm you sure know. he's got a Golden Globe or, Probably, or yeah. a People's Choice he's, Award. He's liked by some people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Miranda um, Richardson. Miranda Richardson is Mrs. Claus. Yep. Um, not not senior. You know that's Kathy Bates. Yeah. Uh, the husband. It's weird. Like like Mr. Claus Senior was like I don't know who that guy was. He becomes a complete non character. Yeah. It's just weird. Like you know like. You got all these other and yeah, you, you couldn't know. just figure out. Just, hey, make that Alan Arkin or somebody. Right, yeah. Just get so, someone else. Oh in yeah, the cast. Great, Rachel Vice is in this. I said yep. that. Um, and also Elizabeth like, Banks. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks is like a head elf, or she's like the. She's not Santa's, an elf. She's her title is Santa's little helper. Okay, so she's Santa's little helper who happens to be large. Yes, grand. She's regular sized, and um, she's actual sized. Yeah. yeah, and is dressed in you know basically uh, the sexy Santa costume from. Uh, Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yes. The whole movie. Yes. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay, all right, that's, we're doing that. And, yeah. Um, but yes, Kevin Spacey is the efficiency yes, expert. Yes, yes. Kevin Spacey is now landed in a helicopter and he basically, he's the efficiency expert. And this is where I was going to get into the mythology of where maybe the powers come from. Sure. Because he goes in this whole diatribe of like, well, you've basically been saying too many kids are nice. And also here's a, a, a PowerPoint presentation of how you know, back in the 1800s, it was like, kids asked for one gift, and now they're asking for like 12, yeah. and you can't keep up with demand, and we're going to have to shut you down. And also, when they asked for one thing, it was like, for world peace. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't have to actually produce I like anything. So like, intangible things. <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now, I want to go to like every meeting run by Kevin Spacey in this section of the movie. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. the way he's just like, you know, yep. like PowerPoint presentation, like, you know, <laughs> but he's basically like, <laughs> we, we canceled the tooth fairy down to one tooth. He's like, look, you lose your first tooth, you get a dollar... You know, then yeah. move on with your life. Right. <laughs> That's basically what he says. Yeah. He's like, oh, also we canceled the Easter Bunny because that, that doesn't make any it sense. It makes no sense at yeah. all. Just eggs and whatever. Yeah, he's like, basically, you know, you've got to show that you can actually make this happen or three strikes and you're out. We're canceling Christmas. You have and to we're, prove, outs- we're outsourcing Christmas. Yeah. You have to prove you can make this happen to the board. Mm-hmm. Yes. There is a board of that's, directors and somewhere. And that's where I was going. <laughs> Perhaps this... Grimm's fairy tale board of directors is what's actually granting the Santa powers. Maybe I don't know, but it was just so funny. Is you have to prove to the board like this is some weird oh, faceless given, corporation. Given the holiday, though, I'd say it's probably Hans Christian Andersen. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Anywho, but yes, there's this magical board of what keep he the Hans Christian Andersen in Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, there's this magical board, and perhaps they somehow grant these powers. I don't know. Sure. Don't, Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But he, yes, it does. for whatever reason, <laughs> Kevin Spacey is, is the axe man for this magical board. And yep. because he's uh, Clyde Northcutt. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> in the clever bit of writing, they <laughs> named him Clyde Northcutt. So. Yes, a job he was born to get. <laughs> right. So that's that's happening. And now Santa's basically stressing out about that. And, mm-hmm. and 
basically like Elizabeth Banks knows because she was in the room or whatever, and he's like, "Don't tell anyone else about this." Yeah, Kevin Spacey says, "If you tell anyone, yeah, you're immediately fired." Right. Yeah. So she's in on it for I think just because she was in the room, and then every, and I think Mrs. Claus is, and nobody else is. Right. And so like he can't tell Fred to stop fucking up because if he tells Fred to stop fucking up, right, he has to tell him why. But like right off the bat, he gets like strike one. Oh, I, I think because Fred has uh, he's assaulted the DJ. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> Let's paint the picture of Santa's workshop. It's a giant, as you would think, a factory-style workshop. Mm -hmm. And there's a catwalk up top that every time Santa comes out, it starts playing Here Comes Santa Claus. But it's just the same. They're always playing Here Comes Santa Claus. It just starts over perfectly when he comes out because... The DJ of the of the place is Ludacris. Little Little Chris. Yeah, Chris Ludacris Bridges is uh, the DJ. And Chris Luda again, little it's Chris. his head. <laughs> little Little Chris. Yeah, it's his head stapled onto a little uh, sm- small black person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And so it's... so he's the DJ, and like he, his only job is basically like, hey, you know, Fru Fru down in Fru Fru down in accounting is requested. Here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. And plays up again. And so yeah. Vince Vaughn is trying to do the work that he's been assigned. He's been assigned to do, uh, to yeah. look through the, the naughty and nice. List. Yep. Yeah. And he's just stamping him. Mm-hmm. And so he's like. And he's just, he can't concentrate yeah. because he's like, this, here is, comes Santa this Claus is waterboarding torture. He yeah. goes in there and is basically like, you're playing the same song over again. This is a torture method. Play mm-hmm. another song. And basically like ask nicely and then Lucas is like no and I'm going to fight you. And so <laughs> he ends up like throwing him in a, in a cabinet and locking him in there and puts on I think it's an Elvis song or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know, goes down and starts ch- uh, dancing and all the elves are like, assaulting my ears, right. but I kind of like it. Yeah. And, and then so, it's just instant dance party. Yeah. It's, dan- it's yeah. like Ferris Bueller. Yeah. yeah. Instant dance party down in the workshop and toys are going over the wrapping papers, just going nuts. And, and that's when Kevin Spacey, Santa Claus and right. company run, walk in. And, <laughs> well, there's and a shot. Like, he's like, mm, strike one. <laughs> he's been suspect of the elves. Uh, he's like, what what exactly do you feed the elves? Yeah. He says at one point, and then <laughs> or how much are you, are you feed feeding? The elves? Yeah, are you feeding how the much elves? are you feeding the yeah. elves? Like, could we cut that down? <laughs> yeah. So it's that shot is like there's chaos inside, and there's a shot of Mister and Mrs. Claus and Kevin Spacey walking up the steps. Like, oh no, the elves are very professional. Oh, yeah. Everything will Absolutely. be just fine. Throw open doors, and it's just Vince Vaughn doing you know Russian dance. Vince Vaughn's dance party. Yeah, <laughs> which really in this movie all you had to do was point at Vince Vaughn, and it's he will North, start dancing. The North Pole comedy show. <laughs> so. Yeah, and the, so, you know, record scratch, and then it's like, <laughs> what are you doing, Fred Claus? And the elves are like, oh, we were, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> and he just goes, check. Yeah, strike one. <laughs> yes. Has now immediately been issued. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Things happen. Things um, do happen. What was strike two? I don't even remember what the catalyst was. Um. Well, they go to a family dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like well, and Kevin Spacey shows up. Well, at, well, like they go to like Santa's like, come on, we're going to dinner, and he's like, well, this is good. We need we should have caught up some years ago. And he Vince Vaughn looks in the in the window and sees you know Mama Claus yeah. and Daddy Claus, and he's like, no, yeah. no, 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 because we should mention like Kathy Bates is just pretty much like the entire catalyst for the inferiority complex that he has because right. she's just like, well, you're not your brother. I yeah. mean, in, in so many words and. Why can't you be more like your brother? So he sees her and he's like, no, fuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going in there. And then they're like, you know, of course, shot is of him going in the door, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they, And they have this terrible dinner, but the best part, uh, they just keep cutting or, or there's a shot that Vince Vaughn is in with Kevin Spacey sitting next to him where Kevin Spacey is just watching the family like destroy mm-hmm. itself and just kind of secretly enjoying every second of it. Uh he he makes every scene that he's in pretty much yeah. <laughs> it's just he's not phoning it in in this movie. He's having no, a good time. No, and yeah, another scene I, later I want to get to in, in particular. But um, yeah, uh, what else happens? I mean, like basically, they, you know, mom starts getting on his case, and he's just like, whatever, I'm out of here. I you know rather have hot pockets and milkshakes back in in the dwarf house or whatever he calls it. <laughs> right. it's the Smurf house. That's what he keeps yes, around. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Because, yeah, he's, he's shacked up in bunk beds with John Michael Higgins, yeah. uh, you know, elf character. So, um, yeah, he storms out. And doesn't Kevin Spacey catch him outside? Is that when he does the whole mind game thing, or is that later? That's later, but we could probably pretty much talk yeah, about I just, it. Yeah, I don't remember what the catalyst for Strike 2 was. I don't remember what the Strike 2 thing was. I, I don't remember how they got them, got him again or whatever it was. It does, probably doesn't matter. Oh, um... Uh, Spacey sneaks up to uh, Vince Vaughn's office. I thought that was Strike Three. Was that that? No, that, that was, was Strike I... Two. Strike Three was uh, 
strike two was the the shredding of the documents. Strike three. Oh, oh they, right. they was he, yeah. That's right. He shreds the documents yeah. first, and then right. and accuses them of a. They lost all of Michigan. Yeah, they lost all of Michigan. <laughs> and he's accusing them of like stealing the files for whatever. But reason. they didn't have backup files. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He didn't go but full he actually, like, like Glengarry oh, Glenn right, Ross yeah. and say somebody stole the files. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, it was like, oh, you don't you don't have appropriate backup files, huh? Okay, strike two. Yeah, because there's a shot of him up there shredding like, oh, you want to. <laughs> You want a thing? Well, guess nope. what? You want a bike? Well, guess what? You're taking the bus the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got a just a hate boner for everything mm-hmm. Christmas is going on. He's taking great delight yeah. in all of this. So that, but, yeah, that's that's strike two. And yeah. then like, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was right after. Again, it doesn't matter. But I thought it was right after Christmas. So Kevin's basically basically confronts him and starts giving him the speech of how. Well, you know what happens when two trees grow together? It's like the one tree is overshadowed by the bigger tree and it can't get any light and yeah. it looks all withered and gnarled and you know metaphor and it's like mm-hmm. you know yeah that that little tree will never grow right unless you know you cut the big tree down and, yep. and get some light and he's like well i don't know where that came from so i'll see you later yeah and Vince Vaughn's like mm. so he basically like they have this top 10 like fbi most wanted list of the <laughs> naughty kids yes and like he's in there one day by the snow globe and he goes well, no, wait they introduced that list really well he's true, like true. Let's, let's check in on the Number worst one. kid in the world and who's they in, show who's in nova scotia by the way <laughs> yeah. it's like i thought canadians were nice <laughs> so there's like no. this girl in her room she's like oh dolls and everything and all of a sudden just murder child comes in with a giant baseball bat and just fucking starts smashing like everything cartoon baseball bat <laughs> yeah ridiculous. but is actually just violently smashing everything in the room it's like this isn't and, comical and, that kid needs to be in jail and then also smacks his sister like repeatedly yes. in the face. yes it's a violent act it yeah. is an act of violence he's like well okay i guess that's number one yeah and anyway he's in there later and the, the alarms go off and it's like oh we got a new person on the top naughty list and, and it's slam the kid from right. next door because he's been taken to an orphanage and he's like oh well let me go to the magic snow globe and see what's happened there and so now he's in an orphanage i guess because his grandma died i'm assuming is what it's kind of hinted at he, child it, services comes along is like looking for his looking for they him. mentioned something about his grandma getting sick i'm assuming yeah. in a christmas movie they weren't like oh she died and right. now he's an orphan right but <laughs> you know eh. but that's kind of what it's implies because yeah. now he's in a straight up orphanage with other kids and you know one kid's like what do you want for Christmas? what do you want santa bring he's like i want a family and, he, and that's when slam decides to start parroting everything that vince Vaughn was saying like there's no santa claus he's a fame-seeking whore and yeah. don't and drink the kool-aid don't drink, don't drink <laughs> Kool-Aid. and then he gets in a fist fight and vince Vaughn's like oh damn i did that yep and so he gets it in his mind that there are no naughty kids there's just you know bad circumstances because he's now seen it that mm-hmm. he basically caused this outburst yeah so he goes up to his office and starts stamping every naughty kid nice yep. on the list mm-hmm. uh you know which causes the inventory they don't have enough inventory or time for all, for yeah. all the kids there's just too much so that's strike number three yep that's strike number three and kevin spacey gleefully Shuts the power down. He's like, you're out. And go oh, it gives Santa a pink slip. Yes. An actual, An pink, actual slip. pink slip. Yes. Yeah. Because Which isn't a like a real pink card. slip. It's like it's like a card, and he pulls it out. Yeah. It's like a you're fired pink slip. <laughs> yeah. so this like, is to notify Santa, Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Santa doesn't have a locker to get a proper pink slip yeah, no. hanging out of it. <laughs> right. He gets it's handed just a, a card. card. Yeah. It would have been been really funny if he opened it up and it like played music. (laughs) Yeah, festive like (laughs) there goes Santa Claus. There goes Santa Claus. He's like, I take no joy to oh who am I kidding? Yes, I take great joy. You're fired. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Vince Vaughn's like, all right, well, you know, sorry I ruined Christmas, but it's the twenty second, I'm out of here. Give me my money. I'm gone. Yeah. And gets back to Chicago and uh, his heart grows three sizes. I don't really know why. No, no, no. Wait, before he goes back, they have a fight. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They have a snowmobile fight or a snowball fight that turns into a snowmobile fight. <laughs> yes. So him and, and Santa get into a fight, uh, which ends badly. And yeah, they get thrown from a snowmobile and Santa lands wrong and is like getting up like out of my back. And yeah. Vince Vaughn's like, yeah, well, screw you, Santa. I wish you'd never been born. Right. And then he goes home to Chicago. Yeah. Then he goes home and like, you know, takes the money and they're like, well, deal's the deal. Here's the money. Yeah. We play by the rules and. I don't know. Just he basically gets home to Chicago and it's just like immediately like grows a heart. I don't know why. It's just like he's there for like five minutes. Is like I can't do this. Yeah. And spends. What his, was it that happened? Nothing really. I mean, didn't he just kind of like ah, I'm back in the real world and I miss it already? Or maybe did he have like a brief flashback? Or I don't know. I tuned out for like like literally like thirty seconds. I I actually paid a lot of attention. To this yeah, movie. I. <sighs> this is like the thirty seconds I didn't I didn't catch of like why he grew a conscience. It doesn't matter. No. He does. He gets back to Chicago and he's like, "I need a, I need a trip to the North Pole now." And they're like, "What? That's going to cost you like, oh, it was. I've got fifty thousand dollars here. Yeah. Get me there yeah. now." 
And so he gets back up there. Oh no! What triggered it was he opened the present that Santa gave him. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because yeah. right. I didn't talk about we didn't talk about that. The, one of the big catalysts of the movie is when he was a little kid. His one saving grace when you know when Nicholas was getting all the spotlight is he had this tree that he would climb up. It just happened to be a conifer, you know, yeah, Christmas style tree. And mm-hmm. he's up at the top with a little birdhouse and a bluebird that lives there. He's like, you know. Chirp, Talking chirp, to the bird. Chirp, 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 Oh, I, I knew you liked this tree so much. I I thought I'd bring it in, for, you know, but basically the birth of the Christmas tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's basically when he's, he's like, like, "I wish I, you were dead." Yeah. <laughs> so yes, he gives him a, a a note that says, "Sorry for you know chopping down your tree. Here's yeah. a birdhouse." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh my heart." Yes. <laughs> oh my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so Vince Vaughn has a heart attack, yeah. and the rest of it is a fever dream. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, so he goes back. He yeah. takes all manner of travel to get back to the North Pole. And yeah, bursts open the doors. And he's like, "What are you doing, elves?" Stop drinking your sorrows away. We got to get to work. And yeah. he's like, all right. Which, crunch- by the way, there's a bar in Santa's <laughs> village <laughs> called Frosty Stavern. You yes. got to have a bar. Which you got a bunch of hardworking blue collar elves. <laughs> but it's you actually have the, somewhere for them to relax. It's actually the stop motion animated yeah. Frosty like, yeah. up on the sign, which we I, were I was all hoping. I was that disappointed it, yes. that they didn't somehow CG in Jack Frost. Yeah, yeah that actual <laughs> yes. thing serving the drinks. Yeah, it that should have been. Just an old elf. Yeah. <laughs> just an old elf. <laughs> he's named Seen one too many Christmases. Yeah. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so yeah, he bursts open the doors. He's like, "All right, we just got to get one toy to every kid in the world, right? They okay. all deserve a toy, right? Yeah. Okay. What's, what's the easiest things we can make?" And they're like, "Baseball bat, <laughs> hula hoop." And he's like, "Great, boys and girls, get to it." Yeah, Elizabeth Banks, can we do this? She's like, mm, Actually, math, math, math. Yeah, "Yeah, we're probably good." Okay, let's do it. Yeah. You know, and so montage of hula hoop and baseball bat making, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We're just gonna make it." And and he goes bursting in to see uh, Nicholas. Is like, we can do this. We got the toys. We got to go. And and he's in bed now with his. Nope, w- Santa's paralyzed. <laughs> yeah, they had an intervention scene earlier. It doesn't matter. No, nope, it doesn't matter at all. Um, the doctor is there, who's a psychiatrist and an actual doctor. He's too. just all manner yeah. of doctor. <laughs> just, just doctor everything is there, and he's like, we can't. He can't go. He can barely walk. He's throwing his back out, mm-hmm. and and he's like, well, Willie. The elf, why don't you go? And he's like, no, there's a rule. Only a clause couldn't go. He's like, oh, damn it. Yeah, it's going to be me. That fine. was a sneaky clause. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so he... There's a suiting up montage. Yeah, he has a gearing up <laughs> montage putting on the Santa suit, which, fuck yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, throws everything on, takes uh, Willie the elf with him because he's going to navigate, I guess, and mm-hmm. it's like, let's do this, and... Then crazy montage of going around the world and mini a chimney and eating all the cookies yeah. and yeah you have he, to eat all the cookies yes. or else people there, get upset. There's, <laughs> they get, they get there's one off. there's one little fun thing in the middle of this because like he comes down the chimney right in the middle <laughs> of a Jewish family having Christmas. <laughs> I mean we're talking like you know like just well they're not having Christmas. Well I mean they're having, <laughs> I say Christmas I meant, to, I meant to say dinner. Yeah they're, they're having, having dinner, dinner. <laughs> and and then they just all kind of look at him. He's like oh um wow well that looks delicious. Can I, they offer him some bread first. Yeah because that's what you do yeah. and then. He's He's like, oh, that looks good. Can I have something? All right. Yeah. He, and then he's like, he, he's he like, a knish, I think. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, well, you know, Shalom Shalub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Happy Tony yeah. Shalub to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, down that chip, he just lands in just, I mean, it's like the set decorator was like, we need to make sure people know this is a Jewish house. It's like, no, they're going to get it. Yeah. I mean, like full orthodox. Yeah, menorah like, on yeah, the mantle. Yeah. And everything. Everything. <laughs> So that's a good bit. There's and there's a good a picture of a guy killing Jesus on the wall. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's there's another bit where you like during like the cookie eating montage where there's just like flan. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, the flan, the perfect flan, just sitting there. It's like Christmas all right, flan, well, and then there's fortune cookies. And yeah, then, yes. <laughs> He's shoving all these things in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, so th- there's all this chaos going on, and then Kevin Spacey like sees that the the warehouse the the workshop has lit up, and he's like, "Son of a bitch!" And he actually almost like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> Runs over there yeah, and he's, shuts- he's getting ready to leave. Yeah, he's like, "Here, you know, this, this is the best day. I killed Christmas." And mm-hmm. he's like, "Son of a!" And then goes and cuts the power. Yeah, and well, Vince Vaughn mid-flight. Yeah, and they just lose like radio tower communications right. and navigation. Like, they don't know where like, they're going. Uh, don't yeah. have a clue where we're going now. I don't know how we did this uh, 50 years ago, much less 500. But. Yeah. And then, so while that's going, while there's confusion going on, Santa has regained the ability to kind of walk. Yes. And has 
come to visit Kevin Spacey. And this is the scene where it's this like, is a, holy man, shit. This is two actors. Like, Acting really, shots. Yeah. <laughs> These two guys. Acting! <laughs> this scene is... is it's cool. like, I know this is a shitty movie, holiday family movie, but come on. Let's step it up. Mm-hmm. Let's really go for it here. Paul G. Bounty versus Kevin Spacey in the why are you a dick scene from Fred Claus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and basically the whole thing is basically like when Kevin Spacey was a kid, he asked for a Superman cape. And he was he wore glasses, he was, so he was four eyed Clyde. Yeah, and, and he was teased and teased and teased and teased. Yep, but he was he was naughty, right? Because mm-hmm. he kept starting fights because right. kids were picking on him, and he wanted the Superman cape because then he thought he could take his glasses off and he would be Superman. That's uh-huh. why he wore the right. glasses because Clark Kent wore glasses. Instead, he became Lex Luthor. Yes, and that's a whole weird sub tangent of this movie. Which, by the way, the 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 it's a great toy, the toy store that they're fighting in in the beginning yeah. of the movie. Has a bunch of Superman Returns yep. things. About ten years after the fact, there's a whole bunch of Superman Returns things on the wall. No, this was right no, after. This was, yeah. was it? This was 2007. I thought, I thought that was like the late after. Returns was, was 2006. I think. Oh so. wow, I, I don't know why. I thought that was like so much earlier. Yeah, no, this was ago. like right in the wave oh, of Superman okay. Returns. My bad, my bad. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know why. I thought that was like late 90s. That, that's what I'm saying. It was really weird because oh, no, right, he must have just come off that X- movie. X Men was late 90s. Okay, yeah. wow. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, he just they they have this whole thing like you know you, I I had this different view of of what naughty meant and now I know you know my brother has taught me that it's yeah. circumstantial and so I got this for you and he's yeah. like it's not going to change anything and he opens it up and it's a cape it's like okay why, maybe it changes like, something why don't you put it on it's like, I'm a 45 year old man I'm not going to okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great scene yeah it, it so really good. is he puts on the Superman cape and he's like why don't you go turn the power back on he's like. Okay, and he walks over and does a little Superman pose and flips the switch. Doesn't but, he say like Superman? Why don't you go turn on the power yes, or something yes. like that? Superman. Superman oh yeah, and he and he asks him to take his glasses off because yeah. he's Superman now. I was really hoping he would take the glasses off in the Superman theme. Movie. I, I was too. I was like, <laughs> you do that movie, you yep. got me. Yeah, I was really gonna just jump up and high five this movie if mm-hmm. that had happened. His yep. Warner Brothers, they had the rights, they could have done it, but yeah. yeah, but they didn't. Is- if they had the Superman logo, they had the Superman music. It's, yeah. 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 It's but all they, Kit and Kindle. There was something else that they that they showed. Oh, Peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they, showed, they, they recognized that at the end. Yeah. I mean, they, they, it was in the credits. They got the rights for that. Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, obviously, they'd have to. Oh, sure. I yeah. Just I, was no, I'm just saying I'm pretty that they sure would go... it's the same money yeah. for the Superman. Oh, it yeah. Might, it might not actually be because... The, they might have to pay the... Uh, well, the, the original... Uh, was State it or... Simon and Schuster, the guys that I believe... No, that's the book people. Yeah. It's... Um, whatever those people like there's a weird legal battle with the superman or like the logo and the stuff from the comic yeah. and the and the weird people that made the movie like yeah. john peters hmm. so there's a there is a disconnect yeah but that was pretty much the movie cape so i don't know yep who knows whatever but yeah so kevin spacey's got a cape now yep <laughs> seagull seagull and uh simon no jerry seagull and yeah fuck. I, okay. i'm almost there paul simon yes <laughs> paul simon jerry yes. Bruckheimer. yes <laughs> It was Paul and Carly Simon. Yes, who right. Made Paul Giamatti, Simon, yeah. and Simon Garfunkel. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> they turn the power back on. It's not really effective. It's like, oh. yeah, it just kind of fizzles out. Yeah. So they just sort of have to navigate on their own to mm-hmm. finish everything. And, this, and the sun is coming up behind them. And right. It's like we've got to finish. Flying really fast yeah. and. Vince Vaughn has now become good at leaping down chimneys, mm-hmm. and he like dives head first into one. Well, yeah. you know, you get the hang of it after like the first million. Sure, yeah. it's so. a montage. You get progressively better yeah, over right, the time right. of the montage, and by the end, he's just he's a pro at it. Even right. Rocky had a montage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, you know, he does it, and they come home, and it's kind of a weird initial moment, like when this really maudlin version of Silent Night starts playing. And they all start oh. slowly walking. We need to time out on the ending of this movie because what I just said triggered a whole scene that we forgot. All right, sir. Um, the other part of when he comes home to Chicago, yeah, is he decides to go to a support group. Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yes. You're First right. thing he does when he comes home is he's, is he's like he's feeling bummed because of his you know super <laughs> famous older brother, so he goes to a support group of siblings anonymous. The first the, person. That's why even Rocky had a montage, just because yeah. the yeah. very first person speaking, it, they're not seen very closely until it like pans <laughs> over and he's talking about, oh, my brother this, my brother that. And it's Frank Stallone. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And it's actually Frank Stallone. Yeah, and it's yeah. absolutely Frank Stallone. And talking then, as Frank Stallone. And then it's like, 
you can kind of see the shot of the crowd. And you're like, that kind of looks like so and so. Was that so and so's brother or just a lookalike? Or you know, yeah. it, a lot of the people in the crowd, it's kind of understood that they're supposed to be somebody famous's brother, right? Because there's somebody that looks like Morgan Freeman's brother. There's somebody that looks like Frank. I, there actually was a Zappa in the credits. I wonder if it was Frank Zappa's brother. But Could anyway, um, but then it's like looking guy. And then um, Roger Clinton is yeah. there. <laughs> Actual <laughs> Roger yeah, Clinton yes. talking about how his brother was the president of the United States, and and Vince Vaughn is the whole time is like, I'm in a hurry. Yeah. Um, he keeps trying to interrupt them. And uh, and he's like, hold hold on your turn there, and and basically he's like, well, Roger finishes talking, yeah, and then he's like, okay, look, listen, my brother is Santa Claus, yeah, I'm Fred Claus, how you Fred, how you doing, yeah, yeah. and then know. like out of nowhere, Stephen Baldwin is there, he's like what? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, <laughs> your brother's not Santa Claus. This is he's making a mockery of this. This is not appropriate. And you know the the moderator and he starts is getting like, angry, and he's like, look, he's this, not Alec. This guy's not Alec. <laughs> he's not Alec. Say it. He's not Alec. <laughs> Steve's like, he's not Alec. <laughs> he starts jumping up and down. He's not Alec. But then there's, not also, Alec. there's also a, a, a comment about how, like, you know, our, all of our brothers are Santa Claus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brother is Santa Claus. <laughs> my brother is Santa Claus. Yeah, well, his, that may be true. No, but his <laughs> name was Nicholas Claus. His name was Nicholas Claus. It's like, you don't understand. My brother is actually Santa Claus. But Stephen Baldwin calms down and he's like, hey, you're all right, Fred Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Fred, Fred Claus. <laughs> Anyway, we just, I just wanted an excuse to do that. <laughs> Of course you did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that happens. Yes. Now yes. back to the actual denouement of the movie is they burst in and uh, we should mention that Willie the Elf has basically confessed that he loves Elizabeth Banks and has never been able to make a movie. There was a whole dancing, training, yeah. scene. And so he, he bursts in the door first and just walks right up to her, grabs a chair, st- slams it on the ground and like kisses her right in the face. And then Vince Vaughn walks in and he's like, we did it. Yep. Ah! And then, yes, it's weird because it's like immediately after the celebration, it's like this weird, like, did Santa die? Because it's Silent Night. It's a night. sad march towards the work- workshop. All the elves and everybody goes and this really slow, like, end of a TV episode where somebody died version of Silent Night is playing. You're like, oh, God, what, what, what happened? <laughs> is, is Fred going to have to be the new Santa Claus? Yeah, it's really strange. But then they I all kind of rooting for that. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like immediately he's just like beard, you know, like yeah, Tim yeah. Allen style. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but they all just march in and stand around the snow globe and watch people open their presents, uh-huh. open their hula hoop and baseball bat presents, and are I, just they thrilled. Didn't, by they didn't show that until like the very end. Like every, most people were getting like real presents, yeah. and it was like a, they didn't show the millions of disappointed children like a baseball bat. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted an Xbox. Now <laughs> <laughs> we can get my friends together. We can put on clown makeup and start a game. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, you take that baseball bat, Jimmy, and you can get yourself an Xbox. Yep, that's all you need. <laughs> And girls, you just enjoy that hula hoop. <laughs> hey, but they put sand in it. It makes it fun. <laughs> Use that hula hoop to snag yourself a man. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yeah, so they just all watch and Santa, Santa, he's fine. He just comes in. It's like, well. He's gimping around. Guess yep. we did it. Yep. Good job, um, Fred. And then there's some pro- prologue Yeah, it's like stuff. it's basically like year later stuff. The is... narrator's like, I bet you were wondering what happened, everybody. Well, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, Kevin Spacey well, went it's to like work. a week later. Yeah. They, well, no, they I show think, New I Year's. Doing, well, oh, might, yeah, it is New Year's. Yeah. But Kevin Spacey's back next year. Basically, he's like, yeah. hey, production consulting. starts the next day. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, he's <laughs> like got, you know, they're on spreadsheets and smartphones and yeah. everything now because he's come in and done that. Yeah, but he's their in house efficiency expert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Fred Claus takes racial vice to uh, Paris via sleigh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, delivers. It's oh, he also, he also walks in like in, in full Santa gear in the middle of the night. And he comes down her chimney. And she's like. Uh. <laughs> and then she became a mummy. Oh. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah. <clears throat> so he basically like is like, "Hey, how you doing? Wake up!" Um, and she's like, "How'd you get in here?" He's like, "Yeah, I just came down the chimney." Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've, done it, I've, I've done it like a million times. So anyway, um, I live here now because yeah. like I I gave up my apartment. She's yeah. like, "Get out of my place." He's like, "Well, you mean our place? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go sleep in our breakfast nook because I'm really fucking tired." Um, but yeah, I'm moving in. I'm uh, I'm but, here now. But anyway, here's a present. Um, so good night. There's, I mean, there's a great bit of back and forth earlier when they're yelling at each other through windows outside because she's like, "I'm done, I'm, I'm done, Fred. I'm tired of this. I don't want this anymore." And he's like, "I'm not done. Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I want do, more. I do it, and I, I can stand a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not done at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a little more. So place. yeah, they, I guess, live happily ever after because like next Christmas they're all together, yeah. family and Kevin Spacey and everybody's all mm-hmm. happy and Elf and Elizabeth Banks are together and happy, yeah. happy days. Yep, Christmas is saved. Yep. The end. Hooray. The and end. then the credits play. Yeah, first it's like, you know, okay, Christmas song or another version of Santa Claus coming to town again. And then it's, it's a Jackson 5 version. Well, but then it's like another, like another version. I don't know. I, I don't thought know. there was like something else. But anyway, 
And then it's Ludicrousmas time. Yep. Literally. Yep. Ludicrous is <laughs> composed for Fred Claus <laughs> rap <laughs> that we were just jokingly <laughs> calling Ludicrousmas until the music credits came up, and it's actually called Ludicrousmas. Yep. Yeah. Which, so look for that on sh- store shelves. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Like seven years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you go into your local Sam Goody, <laughs> maybe you can get the yeah. single. Hey, <laughs> FYI, if you go into your FYE, you might uh-huh. be able to find the Ludicrousmas yeah. single. So um, I know this came up a year or two ago when people were sort of pitching Ludacrismas as a theme. Yeah, we were month. like, well, you could, uh, there's this new Ludacris yeah, movie, and he's in this movie, but... It's, it's Ludacris. Right I mean, it's, it's right there. Right, in the movie. <laughs> the song a, is called that. It's, it's, got the, it's got the worst connection to the movie itself, because he just starts shouting Fred Claus every yeah, once in like, a while. Like... It's it's those like the 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 raps written for the movie where it's like well you've just run that as a standalone hit because you've thrown in the name of the movie for yeah. no particular reason maybe the, the maybe the album version doesn't have that perhaps I bet <laughs> you the album version also has some fucking curse words so that's one thing that was sorely missing from this movie uh, in general yeah. Kevin Spacey needed to let loose with some motherfuckers <laughs> we we've added them I mean for yeah. our talk about it uh, yeah uh, and Ludacris I, also needed to. I understand I understand what you're saying though um so do we want to rate it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, um, I mean, I suppose there's no Stargrove in order, despite Ludacris. It the gets constant, a special mention. The constant, uh, you know, mentions of Santa Claus is <laughs> coming and then him actually showing up. And <laughs> yeah, there's that honorable uh, mention. Yeah, so close. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Okay, I'm gonna give it a jocks, and it it is a two hour long. Very, very kind of family, grandparents' humor type movie. Mm-hmm. But every 10 minutes or so, it will hit you with something legitimately funny. Yes. there's There are jokes and stuff in it that's kind of like, yeah, that's typical movie. But there's nothing much in it. There are a couple scenes, but there's not much in it that's really like, son of a bitch. This is just, I want to punch the director. It's like okay, I, it's a family movie, and it's not. It, it's not taking the low road on a lot of stuff and doing right. that kind of thing. It's got some unfortunate bits. The whole dance training thing is kind of bad and awkwardly sexual for some reason. Uh, <laughs> with Vince Vaughn just telling him to kid his stamina up and everything, and the way he's trying to dance with him and the height thing. Um, but it, this movie has such a strange. The the way this movie treats Santa Claus in that the character is just sort of a guy and kind of mean when he has to be not not like a jerk or anything but eventually when like when he stands up to his brother uh, any other Santa movie wouldn't display Santa like that mm-hmm. and getting into a fight with his sibling um, so it, it kind of does some interesting things with that character in not making him a stereotype played by a Cheers alumni person. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so he gets a, a few good like ho ho oh no. <laughs> it's just like he comes into a scene and his use of ho ho <laughs> yeah. whatever yes. is pretty good. So it's I, I like to think that that was Paul Giamatti just kind it of probably on, was. Like, uh, yeah. It's I it's totally watchable. I don't it wouldn't like go into the rotation. It's not like Elf. You're not going to go, "Oh man, it's time for Elf again." It's like, "Okay, Fred Claus was fine. I don't need to see it again, but it's not it's not on that shit Hallmark movie Dean Cain <laughs> bullshit list that you never need to see. Right. It's all right. Yeah. Kevin Spacey kills it mm-hmm. the whole time. DJ? I don't think that there's anything actually wrong with this movie. Like, in a... I'm not saying that it's perfect. <laughs> uh, and that's sort of what nothing wrong with it means. But it's there's nothing that is... There, there are no glaring terrible things in this movie there's there's not anything you go that is a piece of horseshit uh there are no none of those moments in this no movie with the, exception, with the exception of the the kids in the beginning and that's just annoying kids being annoying on film sure. because that's what happens when you put a kid in front of a camera um i'm sorry children are terrible amen so yeah just children are just terrible um <laughs> but there's nothing that that ends up being outwardly outwardly wrong with this movie. Paul Giamatti is great. Kevin Spacey is great. It's it's a very Vince Vaughn Christmas. Um <laughs> but there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Like it's 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 definitely the character. So I'm going to have to give this one three jocks. It might make it into my Christmas movie rotation. Is that two or three? Three. Wow. Well, see here three. I here I was thinking I was going to blow your minds with giving it a three jocks. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, but I'm right there with you. Um, like I, I have some confessions to make when it comes to Christmas movies. You're oh, big. Dear. Are you a big sucker for Christmas movies? I, well, no. Like I'm a big sucker for Christmas. I, movies, it so. depends on the Christmas movie. Like, don't get me wrong. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to s- start by prefacing this. Elf, That's how you. Yep. I like <laughs> Elf. It is not in my rotation. All right. It's not even close to my Same. rotation. Like I like it, and I've seen it. I think a couple times, but it's never like. It's one of those like I think like oh yeah I, mean, I don't know maybe Elf. Like and and that's me liking Will Ferrell. That's me liking you know uh, it's quirk, not quirky bad. girl it's and everything. You know it's like I, um, but like, and and the same thing kind of goes like I would actually say the things I didn't like this about this were the zany sound effects. Like that's almost like generally a yeah. guaranteed thing to like make me hate a movie. Um, is adding in the zoinks and boinks and all that in a uh, live action movie. Right. Um, but it never goes so far as like something to be. To me, nearly unwatchable, like Jingle All the Way. I know that has its fans. That's fine. I mean, it's <laughs> it's Schwarzenegger doing a family Christmas movie, so there's that, I guess. But yep. you know, like Kindergarten Cop didn't have that. You know, like he could he you know he made other family movies without resorting to that crazy level. And twins. Yes. <laughs> well, twins actually gets a little weird and kind of dirty at parts. But anyway. Um, <laughs> But anyway, like so, I mean, I would actually rank this in like I would be more likely to watch this again than either of those two, and right. and those are very highly regarded, which is strange to me that this one has such vitriol thrown towards it. I don't, I don't know what is. I think maybe it's just because it's 2007, and like that's like that's like the crest of the fuck Vince Vaughn movement. I guess there was a lot of Vince Vaughn around. Yeah, around I mean, that this time, this guess, was post Wedding Crashers, where it's like I think it started to be cool to start to hate him. Kind of thing, and like, I and I made the joke earlier, but I think this is like when he was like Vince Vaughn Western comedy show, you know, things like that. Um, oh right, yeah. So I mean, it was like he was like trying to get his name, like I'm Vince Vaughn, I'm a fucking movie star, and it's like you're a guy who pretty much does the same thing in every movie, which is fine here and there, but you know, yeah, you're 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 just you. Like you've done the same thing since Swingers. You're that kind of asshole, sort yep. of clueless guy. That that's all you've ever done, yeah. and I like I said I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with that if if that's it and that's your thing and people still laugh at you great whatever <laughs> um you know so I've never like been on the like fuck Vince Vaughn bandwagon I'm just never would say I'm a fan either but I I enjoyed this little movie and I don't I don't understand the the crazy low scores and the oh you know, my god Fred Claus things like I I I literally I had, knew nothing about I had this. that preconceived notion because just because of the things I'd heard about this where it was I like, figured it was going to be like one of those stupid sappy saccharine family movies that was just going to be like too much of the yeah oh so yeah. it's too got much a, of the fucking silent night yeah. somebody dies yeah. and vince vaughn also tries to be goofy in the scene right yeah you know it's so, got a little touch of an edge to it yeah just enough, enough to yeah. where it's not maudlin bullshit and, of and the, and the other thing is like the other thing that could have easily pissed me off would um is going the route of like somehow talking extremely famous extremely talented people into being into a movie and then making other asses themselves, going yeah. the, the the Batman Forever or Batman and Robin route, yeah. where it's like, um, how the hell did you pull this off? Like, how did you get these people who are known good actors and are known good things to do this movie? And it didn't. Like, they let them come in. It didn't like say, just be an asshole and you'll get boat money. Yeah. It was like, go and do what you do best, and it'll be in this movie. Well, I think this was right in that trend of there is one major Hollywood Christmas movie every year, and it's going to make a bazillion dollars because that's what everyone will go see. So, I mean, I don't know. Call me crazy. Maybe time has passed, whatever. I'm crazy. Kinder. I I don't know. But um, kinder, kinder, gentler. (laughs) I had had to look in like the the director um, to see. He actually is the guy that made Wedding Crashers. Okay. Um, I knew I knew the name. I would say closer in his filmography in a movie that I think is uh, highly underrated with another person people are sick of when, when you say Vince Vaughn, you would think of this person um shanghai nights the sequel to shanghai noon mm-hmm. um i think is far better than the first one okay um i don't know how many people have seen it but like i enjoyed the shit out of the sequel i haven't um, seen it you know i mean i think like people are like oh, you made they made a sequel to that yeah. and like not that many people saw that one but i enjoyed the shit out of the sequel and this had that like that same kind of light-hearted at, uh feel that that one had to it mm. um where it's just like this is jaunty and goofy at times but you know what go with it it's in this it's in this universe deal with it you know yeah so, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I don't disagree with either of you giving it three jocks. I think it's fine. I just, for me, it's not something that I would say, dude. Yeah, you should see Fred Claus. It's more like I understand Fred Claus was on when you were stuck at your fa- family's house for Christmas. It wasn't bad, was it? All right, right yeah, on. <laughs> that, that, that's fair. I mean, it's not going to go on my rotation. My rotation is, you know, 
Die Hard, Die Hard, um, <laughs> Gremlins, maybe, yeah. um, and even you know again something like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Anything Sean, uh, Shane Black is like, uh, if it's going to have Christmas. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Lethal Weapon time. Perfectly watchable movie. So yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. All right. We'll be back. Taking a pause for the claws. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back. Hey, hey welcome back. Second half podcast. Time to do it to it. Yep. Yep. Let's talk about some things. Yep. Yeah. Who watched something? I watched something. Did you now? I did. What'd you watch? I watched a movie that I watched a legitimate version of a movie that leaked online, and everyone said that's why the movie didn't make any money. I watched The Expendables three. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. What is is it actually the reason that it didn't make any money? No. The reason it didn't make any money is because it's not very good. I beg to differ, sir. I also watched The Expendable 3, and I quite enjoyed it. Okay. Let's fight. All right. <laughs> uh, round one. Go. I'll be... It's not bad. It's better than two. It's, it's not uh, as good as the first one. I agree with all those points. There's just a theme throughout these movies uh, that... And I, I'm positive it is Stallone's doing because his name is usually story and screenplay at some point sure. with a whole bunch of other people. But the forced camaraderie in the dialogue of these guys is embarrassing to the point in this one where it's just like someone says something and someone says, that's not what I heard. And then they all laugh for 30 seconds. It's just like, what in the fuck? It's <laughs> you guys are supposed to have been together forever and you act like you've never had a conversation with one another. Okay. That kind of stuff is irritating. I, I will give it while we're talking about dialogue. I will give you the um, when they introduce Wesley Snipes to the package. I was like, "Fuck you, movie." I, I will agree with you when on they, that. When he says why he went to jail, yes, yes, and the movie does that a lot. I was the only one that was like, "Okay, fuck you, movie." Well, when Harrison Ford is explaining why Bruce Willis is not in the movie, and he literally says, "Don't worry about it; he's out of the picture." I'm like, "Okay, guys." <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> It's, Again, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go with Star Wars pass on that. Like where I was just like, <laughs> all right, you're grizzled, and at least you're not cursing and being racist because I feel like that's what the actual Harrison Ford would be like oh, at yeah. this point. I don't know why. I, I, there's not, probably no reason for him to be that way. Well, but he's just at that age and looks that way. Yeah, and he's just, just pissed off all yeah. the time. <laughs> I, I, now during the whole like when he's flying a helicopter at the end of that movie and just doing barrel rolls and shit in the helicopter, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. But they've basically got one shot of him where he's not saying anything, and they they just keep cutting back to it and dubbing like a weird one liner into you know it's like okay. drummer in the house. He's just like wow, seventy year old Harrison Ford saying the dumbest fucking thing. Okay, um, the, the dialogue is painful. It it hurts. But I I felt like it didn't kill the movie like Expendables two did. No 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 because it, it didn't. The action in this one is fucking awesome. Yes, I think the opening sequence is really good. I think the like the first action sequence after that on the in Somalia that mm-hmm. you know the whole thing where Terry Crews has things happen to him, right? Uh, that's really great too. The end of it is just awesome. It's it's awesome, but it's just like let's throw a million guys at the Expendables and yeah. the Expendables will just shoot them all. <laughs> like the motorcycle shit that was happening, yeah, was badass. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's some there's some good stuff in there. It's I, it was kind of a bummer where it was just like, you know, okay, old guys, you're done. Now let's go get a bunch of young people. And I, I sat there and my wife sat there and we were just like, I don't know who any of these people are. I think they're probably UFC people, but I don't well, know. Well, the, the girl was. I don't okay. know about the other ones. It, it was just it was just like, this I is not... I saw her on a commercial the other day and I had to ask someone to watch the UFC. I was like, oh, who is that? I oh, recognize okay. that. Who is that? <laughs> and she, he was like, she was in the Expendables tree. She's an MMA or, you know, whatever yeah. fighter. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's all right. Okay. okay. Yeah. I just... That whole thing was lost on me. So it was kind of a bummer where it was just like, okay, old Expendables, get out. Time for new Expendables. That was that was uh, sort of... It, it, you can just... Watching this movie, you can almost like time it out as to whose schedule mashed up at what point to someone else's schedule. Sure. Like, yeah, I suppose. Like the, the Jet Li wanders into the movie with zero fanfare. And I swear to God, when they're all in the bar at the end, he's not even in the same scene with the rest of them because he says something to Dolph Lundgren 
and they cut to a shot of Dolph Lundgren saying something back. They they weren't there on the same day. I guarantee it. Okay. And that's a bummer. Sure. Um, as much as I hate Mel Gibson, though, as a person in real life, he is goddamn entertaining to watch. He is, and Antonio Banderas is too. Oh, Holy Jesus. shit! Yes, Antonio Banderas is so good in that movie. <laughs> yes, he is. Man, when he first showed up, I was like, "Oh dear, what are, what are they doing to wait, Antonio wait, Banderas?" Wait, no, when he first showed up, I was like, "How old are you?" Like, I mean, I was like, for a second, I was like, "You shouldn't be in this movie. <laughs> you're too young." Yeah, and I was like, "But you're not." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you've been around a while. Yeah, I, I it was. It was like mind boggling. I started like going over in my head. I was like. We've been watching Antonio Banderas movies for a long time, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I'm confused now. Yeah, it was it was strange, but yeah, he's really good. And Wesley Snipes was surprisingly okay. Yeah, um, I like I said, I enjoyed the movie. The dialogue, yeah, it has its moments of, yeah. of shit fest, but it didn't like nothing brought it to a screeching halt like it did in two continually. No, no, there's the. I mean, like even when you know Schwarzenegger puts his whole big old face in the frame and says, "Come on, get to the chopper," I'm just like. Okay, whatever, fine. I'm going with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm perfectly okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it does sort of beat you over the head towards the end where you're just like, whatever movie, let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> Having a good time here. Yeah. It's <laughs> the whole building's wired to C4 and there's something blocking it, whatever. I don't care. This is just dumb and yeah. they're fighting in a casino I- and dumb fuckistan <laughs> i like i said i enjoyed it I, I thought the i thought the young people brought something to it i mean I, I i was afraid that like they were gonna come in and be like who the fuck are you and also you're not doing anything yeah but i thought they gave them enough cool stuff i didn't necessarily care about any of them per se as yeah. much yeah but like i mean um i wish i could remember her name but like she was really good and like you know putting a fucking hurt on people ronda yeah. something yeah ronda rousey yeah, that's yeah, her rousey. yeah yeah i had yeah. no idea who she was but yeah, I mean, she, like, she was putting like she was doing good moves and like you yeah. know putting the hurt on people and you know I'm, I I enjoy that I love yeah. a good ass kicking chick and, a, and then Antonio Banderas <laughs> was just in love with her immediately yeah of course would you like to hold my gun <laughs> <laughs> but she was actually like I mean like okay like don't get me wrong I like Gina Carano in the things I've seen her in but like yeah. I was like okay this girl needs to act more yeah. like I mean like Gina Carano is like okay you're you're attractive ass kicking and you know yeah. you don't bring a movie to a screeching halt like some other you know athletes turn actor. But, like, she was actually, like, throwing out in, like, almost, like, acting faces and things yeah. and, like, reacting, I thought, better than... Yeah. Eh, whatever. I was saying, I was like... I like Gina Carano. Yeah, I, I was saying. She, she's yes, not bad, right. but I was like, I saw her, uh, Rousey, in, in Expendables 3. I was like, yeah, okay, you might have a future in, yeah. in acting. Yeah. I mean, she might have a Bautista moment one day. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, great. Boo. I just, uh, you know... Hey, hey I, you haven't seen that fucking movie yet, so... You shut your trap, right? Oh, all right. <laughs> you haven't seen the Bautista movie. No, I haven't seen the Bautista movie. Now. I, I yeah. will see it. Soon. Wait, which which Bautista? Guardians. Movie? Oh, yeah. Wait, you haven't? I was going to watch it this weekend. It ran out of time. Jesus, sorry. Jesus it. had nothing to do with it. I did. It was Lady's mm. Choice in the house. So. Oh, man, Robert Davies in Expendables. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, and he has. Man, he does. He's only in it for about forty-five seconds, but he has one line read that is so bizarre. Where he he asks Mel Gibson if he has nuclear weapons, but he does this sort of, do you have nuclear weapons? <laughs> like <laughs> like he mimes a, a, a mushroom cloud when he does it. It's like, what are you doing? But yeah. he's like instantly killed. Uh, Aww. It's I mean it's it's all right. I, like I said, I enjoyed it, but mm, yeah. it's all right. Yeah. It's better than two. It's not as yes. good as one. Right. Um, you, you kind of at this point wish you could take bits and pieces of all three of those movies and make one really good movie. Like, because I be like three hours West, long. But yeah, sure, okay but like Wesley Snipes and Antonio Banderas, they need to be like in a full movie. Yes, doing that. And I hate to say it, there needs to be less Stallone. He's kind of embarrassing. Uh, okay, what are you doing? He, he writes himself these lines like they're having a car chase and they're doing stuff, and they just cut to Stallone. And he says, "I'm getting car sick." You know, it's just like that's not. It's not a joke. It's not anything. It's just. It's. I need a line here because I'm the star of the movie. Uh, all right, I guess. It's it, sure, yeah. It's a mixed bag. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I'll go with that. I guess. All right. That's what I watched. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So I watched a movie. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> yes. Tell us about. Right. it. I watched a really low budget movie that was had bigger dreams of its size. Mm, all right. I watched the Scribbler. 
what? Oi, Scribbler! <laughs> I watched The Scribbler. It's, um, I believe, and I'm not even going to bother to fact check it, I believe it's a French uh, comic book or graphic novel. I don't, Again, I don't know the length, but it's an American-made movie. Okay. Um, but it's like one of those, like, oh, comic book movies are big. Go find something obscure, you know? And, you know <laughs> Fine, Turn yeah. it into a thing, sure. you know, just because it'd be a comic book and thing. Um, uh-huh. It's... It's like a little bit Donnie Darko-ish in that like let's like fuck with reality and perception kind of thing. Okay. Like a tad bit superhero and a tad bit I heard something about and a this. tad bit sucker punch. Yeah. Um cuz basically um Katie Cassidy who's in Arrow um okay. plays Laurel Lance in, in Arrow isn't it and she is like she's the star of the movie and she's a multiple personality girl. So that's her that's her issue. And the 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 pretense of this movie is is that when you know when you're in the funny farm, you get to go eventually if you you know show enough promise, you get to go to this halfway house, and it's this uh, apartment building tower thing mm-hmm. that um, it's Juniper Towers, and like someone scratched it and it says Jumper Towers because like all these people keep you know suiciding off the top of it, and um, so you get to go live in this halfway house that's full of other crazy people who probably shouldn't be there, but probably still be in an insane asylum, and her delusion or whatever is that she has this persona inside of her called the scribbler and like when she goes into her little fugue of like it takes over she wakes up and it's like written everything all over the apartment and pieces of paper but it's backwards like it writes completely backwards but it's like foretelling and you know she's trying to get a handle of it on it or whatever so i'm not i'm not really gonna say anything more beyond that uh people that show up in it um You've got uh, Eliza, Elisha Dushku. Okay. Um, another Buffy person, Michelle Trachtenberg's in it. Uh-huh. Um, you got Michael Imperioli, uh, Gina Gershon's in it. Um, <laughs> Sasha Gray. Sasha Gray, ah, briefly, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's just, it's like... You got them all. Yeah, I got the, I got the main people you would recognize, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's weird because like it, it's a super, it's obviously a very super low budget movie that somehow managed to get some people you've heard of or it's seen. It's kind of like a low budget super. It's kind of like a bo- low budget <laughs> sucker punch. <laughs> um, <laughs> Would you say it's like a super It's indie like an indie sucker ass. punch, yeah. Um, but like, I actually think it might be like, like when you watch Sucker Punch the first time, you're like, oh, pretty girls and pretty explosions and slow motion and stuff. Okay. Right. I, I think I might've liked that and co- the music was cool. And then you like you watch it again and you're like that's not really good. Mm. And then you watch it a third time, it's like yeah, that's really kind of fucking. Well, terrible. then you've watched it three times. I know, <laughs> which is probably more than it ever designed. And that but dude has made all of his money. I didn't go see it three times in the theater. <laughs> I'm saying when it came to video, I was like, oh, okay. I remember I, I enjoyed that. That might look good on Blu-ray. So I already gave him all the money anyway. All right. So it, I'm just saying, like Sucker Punch does not hold up on multiple viewings at all. Gotcha. Um, this might, it might not. I don't know. I just like first impression was like I think this might have had a little bit more interesting things going on. It's just sometimes the budget fails it. Hmm. Um, when it's like, yeah, you probably didn't have the money to pull off this or whatever. So I, yeah, it, it's, it's a good video rental. If you, if you like, especially if you like crazy people movies, like, um, like unreliable narrators and things like that. And reality altering, you know, Donnie Darko shit. <laughs> like, I, mean, right. I, don't know how, I don't know how else to say it. It's just like, you know, some people that's their bag. And, um, you know, so I, I'd say it, it's worth a watch if that's, any of that sounds appealing. Parts of it do. Yeah. yeah so. Might check it out. All right. All right. Uh, anybody else, or should I go with something else? Go. I don't you have anything. No. no movies? Okay. Um, well, all right. One last, one last little quick little PSA It'll is be the Harlow Hour. If you have a, if you have a Netflix account, BJ and I believe I both watch this, but you, you owe it to yourself. It just popped up recently. You need to watch Nick Offerman's uh, American uh, American Ham. Ham. Um, if you like. Jokes? Well, yeah, but it's funny. I mean, but if you if you like uh, Ron it's very Ron Swanson, you yeah. know it. But but it, I think as like I'm realizing more about him, he basically is Ron Swanson. Yeah, there's. I mean, I don't think he's quite as cut and dry as Ron Swanson himself. No, but, like he's not. He's not as sort of intractable as yeah. as Ron Swanson is. Um, but there is a lot oh, that's common between those characters. Yeah. Like uh, Nick Offerman actually does have a big wood shop and makes canoes and. Yeah. Uh, you 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 can go to uh, his website and he will sell you a beard comb or yeah, yeah. things right. like that. homemade you know woodcrafted yeah. things yes nice so I mean it's like it's it's one part like be a fucking man Hogan you know like <laughs> kind of, like I mean it's like it's like it's like one part of that but it's also like it, it's like have these like I hate to say it but like have these like Republican ideals these conservative ideas of like what is a man and be a man but it's like but they also is like 
he's not so he's not so obtuse that it's like I, I will deny everything that is on the other side as well. So it's like he, I, well, it's, it's like it's, be a man, but but being be a man is being like respectable towards people yeah. and and it's, compassionate. It, it, it's and, it's like the true ideal of like um, you know American man, and it's like, it's, it's funny, but it's also like. A little there's, bit of like life rules. You might actually get something from this too. Yeah, there's some like it. It's basically he introduces it as uh, ten life lessons mm-hmm. from you know. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's a it's a really funny special. I it, I'm trying to think of like a, another special to liken it to where it's like it's not just like I'm going to go up on stage and tell some jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean every other. It's got every a couple, other comedy special. It's yeah. It's got a couple songs. It's got a couple sort of interstitial skits when he doesn't have the right to play some song on <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so there's like funny things like that but it's also it, i hate to say this because like you know we talk about someone getting so far up his ass when he started doing this but it's like part one man show too like like the john lake was almost things eventually became where but john lake was almost got a little too far up his own ass especially on some of the later ones but like his first one i think was like pretty genuine and honest and like a an interesting idea right you know where it's like i'm also going to tell you a little bit about my life and and things like that but mm-hmm. not just like i'm saying i'm here telling jokes and dick joke dick joke dick joke dick joke ha yeah the pest yeah like <laughs> don't you hate it when and man religion sucks you know like like every comedy other comedy routine out there white people be like yeah <laughs> so i i just you know if that even any of that craziness rambling sounds uh appealing go watch that immediately okay all right well um <laughs> i don't i guess we're not we're not doing correspondence are we nope not this week no. it's all a right. special holiday gift to all of you Cor- we're not reading your correspondence <laughs> right. our, our correspondence our letters to is, santa got lost in the mail yep. yeah they got shredded by kevin spacey yeah right, uh, frank underwood son of a bitch <laughs> So, clause. but we will give you some contact information. We will for the next time we do correspond. Right. Go to the website bmfcast.com. Look on the right hand side. There is the uh, there's that little grouping of buttons, and that will get you all of the social things. So the Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, we'll also take you to iTunes, um, a couple other places, Stitcher. Yeah. Uh, there's also if you're doing your last minute holiday shopping uh, via Amazon. It would. It's always a big help if you use that search bar and uh, and just search through there, buy your items uh, in, on that successive web page. Yeah, I think, and it will it will give us a little bit of money. They keep breaking our search else. bar, so just go click on any movie title. It doesn't matter how you get in to Amazon from our page. Yeah. It's just as long as yeah. you're there, and whatever you buy counts. Yeah. But they keep changing the code, and I can't keep up. <laughs> right. They've started Googling the. Uh, the Amazon search thing. They keep changing it faster oh. than I can keep up with it. Right. Okay. So, like, just the links still work. Like, if you yeah, go click on... Click on a movie link. Yeah, any of the movie links. Yeah, it's like, as long as you have that browser tab open, that mm-hmm. session will count. So, like, yeah. if you click through, you know, the link for Fred Claus and then decide, I'm not buying Fred Claus, then yeah. <laughs> it just search for, you know, like, a car and buy a car and then right. we will yes. get 10% of that. Buy one of those crazy watches that was like $120,000. Yes, please. And a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. And several pinball machines. <laughs> sure. Anyway, yeah, you, can also, <laughs> you can also get a hold of us at our uh, regular old boring-ass email address, bmf at bmfcast.com. Or you can do a fun thing, which is give us a call on the Garfield phone, uh, the BMF hotline, 9105-JOCK-BMF, 910-556-9263. And leave a message. <laughs> uh, Chuck is currently levitating the Garfield um, <laughs> The ascension of Garfield, <laughs> Garfield rising with vengeance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, give us a, give us a ring on that. Um, leave us a message. Keep it uh, short and uh, funny, or else. Right, right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? I think we shall. I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. <laughs>